Hey, welcome to the Living Box Free Podcast. I'm Ashleen Seitz. And I'm Becky Ford. And this podcast is brought to you by our coaching and consulting company, On The Rise Group. And we are here to talk about personal and professional growth. Yeah, if you enjoy this episode, don't forget to subscribe and share. And let's dive into this week's topic. Hello, Box Breakers, and welcome back to the Living Box Free Podcast. I'm Becky Ford. And I'm Ashleen Seitz. And I am so excited to be with you all. I feel Becky's like back. It's like a reunion, a party, <laughs> uh, meeting my college friends again for that annual, like, <laughs> let's go have some fun. Uh, I am super happy to be back. Yeah. Yes. I'm super excited to have you back, even yes. if it's just for one episode and then come back again in a couple months or whatever. Absolutely. Well, it's... Ash, uh, you've been doing a fantastic job. Oh, well, thank, thank you. Thank you for hosting all of our special guests. I mean, I've missed you. So. I've missed you too. Yeah. yeah. Well, this episode, we're going to jump into, actually, I get to interview Ash. <sighs> Woohoo! So I have the easy <laughs> job. So when, I'm going to come back, but only work so hard, basically. <laughs> Uh, but before we jump in today, we are going to be talking about some obstacles to a really cool new project, something mm-hmm. Ash has done for the first time. Yeah. Maybe you've seen about it on our socials, writing an ebook about writing. Before we dive into that, we are going to talk about what's on the rise for you this week. Yeah. On the rise for me this week, uh, I just got back from a work trip to Nebraska, which was great. Whoop, whoop. Worked with a Nebraska extension. And had a great time. Overall, it was a really good trip, but it was chaos from start to finish. And just had a lot of uh, under pressure problem solving, which I'm not bad at. I just feel like it's been a while. Yeah. Like I haven't been in that kind of situation where you just have to figure it out and fast. Yes. So at some point, I called Becky and was like, um, hi. I need help figuring this out because I just can't, I haven't tried all the things yet and I need help figuring out what all the options are. Yes. So apparently my uh, driver's license expired on my birthday and if your driver's license expires, they let you on the plane. Fascinating. Yes. But then when you arrive at your destination, you cannot rent a car. And if you are traveling to the outskirts of Nebraska, you need a car. Literally... No Lyft driver. Well, there's one Lyft driver for the capital city of Nebraska and one taxi driver. So it was crazy. It was an experience. Yeah. I would have thought Lincoln, Nebraska had more Lyft drivers. Yeah. So we figured it out. Yeah. Problem solving. At its best. I just think of that time, the time quadrants, and it's like urgent and important. Yes, yes, yes. 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 Get this figured out. (laughs) I mean, I think the highlight, and I wish I had a photo from it, was when I was standing at the front desk of the hotel in my pajamas still trying to figure out how am I going to get 70 miles away in an hour and a half. I mean, I needed to be there in an hour and a half. And then all of a sudden my phone, uh, a notification popped up that my Lyft driver was 10 minutes away. And I just had this moment of like, Oh crap, I gotta go. <laughs> like, I gotta get dressed. I got to shower. I did like, I looked horrible. I'd worked a competition over the two days before that and hadn't showered. It just was, it was something. So I ran back up to my room. Becky was still on the Zoom call waiting for me to come back from the front desk. And I just go, Becky, he's coming in 10 minutes. I gotta go. And I like slammed the computer shut. Uh, It was fun. You guys just stay tuned. Yeah. Because we're going to have a whole new like critical thinking, problem solving (laughs) podcast from this trip. Such a good time. For sure. Yeah. Yes. All right. Becky, what's on the rise for you this week? 
Well, I, I definitely feel obligated to say this because uh-huh. it's what made Ash get in all of this predicament. <laughs> I ended up getting strep throat, which I did not know exactly. And I was at this comp- said competition yes. where Ash was volunteering all weekend. And I thought, be a competitor. Be a competitor. Sh- do it, Becky. Do it. Just do it. Even though I wasn't 100% feeling great, I did the first workout and then it was a big crash and burn. Don't do it. Don't do it. You should not be doing this. Go home. (laughs) So anyway, I was supposed to go with Ash to Nebraska, and um, she talks about the whole trip was problem solving. We had (laughs) quite the life coaching session on the way to the airport as I was crying, and I didn't want to disappoint her, and I didn't want to leave her out hanging. I did not know I had strep throat. had not actually gone to the doctor yet. Mm -hmm. And uh, so, yeah, Ash ended up taking the reins and doing it all, even without a driver's license that was fully functioning, (laughs) and it worked. And we now have, Ash has so many new friends in Nebraska. I do, Including so the Lyft driver and the cab driver. Yes. Yes. All of the above. I mean, I could call them now and be like, hey, I need help. And they'd be like, yeah, absolutely. They'd be there. The people of Nebraska are, are just gems. They're yeah. absolute gems. I agree. I love so. Nebraskans. Yeah. They're good. Shout out to Nebraska. Whoop, whoop, wherever you are. <laughs> well, speaking of obstacles, we'll go beyond expired driver's licenses <laughs> And let's talk about some of the obstacles you faced okay. about this special project in creating an ebook on writing. Yeah. So tell us a little bit about that. Uh, it was, I think, in September or October. My friend Corey, who I uh, sort of jokingly call my business manager, it's not really a joke. I just don't pay him. Um, so he consults me and says, you know, hey, why don't you try this project next? Or what, you know, let's work on this. And um, so he, suggested I write an ebook and he immediately said, okay, when I say, what if you write an ebook, what do you think it would be about? And I immediately said, I think it would be about writing, even though it's vulnerable or writing vulnerably. And then I, I said, and I would call it writing for real. And he, oh. he kind of laughed and was like, okay, we can work with that. <laughs> <laughs> and so that's what I ended up doing uh, between October and December worked on this project. And my goal was just to create a resource for other writers, to create something that new writers or writers wanting to practice and become even better at their craft could utilize. But in my head, it was just supposed to be kind of something I cranked out, Mm -hmm. something that I was like, okay, this is, I'm just going to put some bullet points out there. I'm just going to say, here's what I've learned. Take it or leave it. I don't really care. So that was the vision behind the project. And I just, I'm envisioning your cover too, which is like writing for real and so simple, clean, but powerful. Yes. I love it. And I, I did not know that was like the very first thing that you said. Yeah. And it, it normally, I, I feel like in the creative process, the first thing you say is not the end result. Yeah. The title comes last. So that's usually. really it impressive. Yeah. Let's talk a little bit more about like, I know a lot of people out there listening are probably like, well, I've had ideas and I've wanted to tackle new projects, but. I didn't do anything. So tell, tell us, what did you expect going into this? Yeah, I think what I said, like, like I said, a simple project, Mm -hmm. something I could just kind of throw together. Um, the problem with that is that I have perfectionist tendencies Mm. (laughs) and so do my friends, which I don't think is bad, but (laughs) Becky is shaking her head. (laughs) She does not have perfectionist tendencies. Based on my grammar and editing, (laughs) all Ash is editing in my content. Can we talk about your your typos too? (laughs) Just get that stuff out the the door. Someone else will edit it. (laughs) When I was in the airport without a rental car, 
in Nebraska, and Becky had hours earlier texted me the name of my hotel, and she, I think she just read it quickly and then rewrote whatever she thought it said, and so it was like townhomes, two separate words, townhomes suites, and then when I got there and I finally told the cab driver, the one cab driver, that that was what it was called, he was like, no, there's no such place, and I was like, okay, let me put on my translating Becky cap. Oops. (laughs) Anyway. Like Becky said, that's another episode. Good thing you have that cab driver. Yes, exactly. <laughs> um, anyway, so I'm I'm a perfectionist, so that really didn't go according to plan. But I really was just thinking, okay, how can I make something mm-hmm. so that, I mean, something's always better than nothing, right? Mm-hmm. And so I was expecting to just kind of crank something out, get it out there among the public, and, you know, do a better job next time. Yeah. That's so that what was I was hoping for. Our expectation. Yes. What was the reality? How was it different maybe than what you expected? Yeah. um, I mean, I'll probably mention this later, but I would say creating in isolation is never great. So I would Mm. never recommend that. However, the trade-off for that, um, once you involve other people, is that then you're on other people's timelines, which you just have to be okay with. Mm. But it, it does make it challenging. So people who can proofread, um, people who are designing, that kind of thing, it just it just is a challenge. Mm-hmm. So your vision to have deadlines and those kinds of things is not always realistic. So yeah. it took much longer than I expected. I definitely wanted to have it released in early December so that it, it could be a Christmas present if people wanted to go that way. Uh, ended up releasing it, I think, on the December 20th or something, which was not that long after, but... Um, yeah, just kind of that process of, oh, it needs to go through this process and I need my parents to proofread it and I need my designer to work on it. And, mm-hmm. oh, and then I want to update my website because like I said, perfectionist. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so it took longer overall, partially because I was depending on other people. And then secondly, I just ran into some serious self-doubt and frustration mm. and I guess I really should have expected that, mm-hmm. to be honest, because I think every writer, every creative, really hits the self-doubt section at some point. Uh, it's just a journey along the road or yes. a, a stop along the road, I guess. Um, but I didn't expect it to slow me down quite as much as it did. So mm-hmm. that was that was unexpected. Um, and to just that feeling of, is this worth it? Like yeah. the work that I'm putting in, even though it was supposed to be just like a small project, just kind of crank it out, still hitting that moment where I'm like, is the work I'm putting in worth this project? Yeah. And it's, that's so hard to answer. You really can't answer that one because so far I've made, I got a check from Amazon. Mm-hmm. I have made $47 Woohoo. and 73 cents whoop, whoop, from this ebook. Was it worth the many hours? I don't know. Once again, you know, trying to crank something out, trying to get something out there. Mm-hmm. It's always better to have something than nothing. Yeah. So, yes, but those feelings are real. Aren't books like art? Once you die, it becomes more famous. Oh, definitely. Like, yeah. you're probably going to be like $400,000 in a week yeah, you after should, you pass away. You should, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> it's gonna be, I'm just playing. No, it's still the beginning, though. It you really is. Pay off my debts. <laughs> pay off my debts. <laughs> you, you were talking to you about the December 1st goal and it took longer. You launched December 20th. I was thinking, 
Well, instead of being like, Merry Christmas, you suck at writing, you could be like, Happy New Year. Yeah. Writing should be a goal of yours. Yeah, there you go. Here's a New Year's gift. See, I needed you to market for me. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll be there. Okay, I'll be thanks. there next time. Maybe we should just do a fake post like, Ash has died. And then everyone will go buy it. And they'll be like, just kidding. It's April Fool's. We could do that. April's coming up. This, this is a great plan, except you just told everybody about it. All right. Just erase that yeah. part. Erase that part of this podcast. Uh, I don't think I set the subtitle, by the way, but it's writing for real, how to be authentic and vulnerable in your writing without destroying your life. So the idea behind it was because I run a weekly blog, a personal blog, I talk about my life in all kinds of detail. Mm -hmm. But there are times when I've gotten myself into sticky situations, um, sharing details of other people's stories or sharing things that then people want to talk about. And I'm like, oh, gosh, I didn't Mm -hmm. expect that. Um, So I wanted not only to provide a resource for other writers, but also to help them not have those growing pains that Mm -hmm. I did. So that's kind of just a side note. That's an important side note. And for anyone who's listening and they're like, well, I don't really write. Guess what? It's applicable to speaking too. Yeah. Like how, and maybe you're not a keynote speaker, but you're telling stories or sharing stuff at work. Like being vulnerable is an important thing as a leader and communication wise, Mm -hmm. it might be written, it might be verbal, but how do we share stories? I just, two days ago, I did a crucial conversations training and talking about a crucial conversation in the workplace, you gotta be really delicate what conversation you choose. Yeah. And so just as we talk like vulnerability builds rapport and trust. So you Absolutely. do need to be vulnerable, but how do you do that to your point in a yeah. way that protects those and you have permission to share that and, uh, you still have some boundaries. Yeah. Yeah. So I think, I think that's great. Thank you for expanding on that yeah. for and, everybody. And- I mean, you said not everybody's a writer, but I'm pretty sure most people write emails, text yes. messages, social media all of posts. That, social media posts. It's all applicable. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you're trying to be authentic, you're trying to be real and connect with people, but you're trying you're not trying to overshare. Mm-hmm. You don't want to be awkward. You don't want to be that person that everyone's like, Oh my gosh, I'm gonna have to hear about their weekend for the forty eighth time. Yeah. I mean, this is still relevant, even if that's all you're writing is emails to coworkers. Yes. All forms. Yeah. Yep. You talked about how it was different than your expectations, how it took longer, you involved more people, and you started to tap into some of those feelings you had mm-hmm. that also sound like maybe universal for yeah. some other folks. So if you don't mind, tell us a little bit more about the feelings you experienced going through this project and how did you process through those? Yeah. Um, I don't know that I did actually process. Are we doing those. it right now? We might be We're doing, doing it right, right now. now. Yeah, this cool. Live action processing. <laughs> You're welcome world. This is why we podcast. This is how to be vulnerable without destroying your life. I don't. Okay. Well, sure. Um, Until the post goes out that you're dead. Yeah. On April 1st. <laughs> the rumors of my death have been greatly exaggerated. I think that's Mark Twain. I always love that quote. Uh, uh, I definitely had a lot of frustration and annoyance with myself of I think it's because I said earlier, I should have expected that. I should have expected that self-doubt. And so there's this feeling of like, that obstacle was always on the course. Like if I'm running a a race course and that obstacle was always there and I just for some reason forgot about it Mm. um, and didn't prepare myself. And so there was frustration from that. And then a lot of lack of motivation from the actual obstacle itself, from the Mm self-doubt of, okay, well, what if this doesn't sell once I write it, then why am I bothering? Or I, I tend to be down about my, on myself about marketing. Um, so this feeling of like, well, I'm not going to market this. I'm not going to do a good job of it anyway. So 
Should I really even bother writing it? Mm-hmm. Is this helpful? Do I have something to say to people? That one for me, for whatever reason, um, tends to be very brief. Um, I know a lot of artists struggle no matter what you're writing or no matter what you're creating, struggle with that feeling of like, does this, does my work matter? Mm-hmm. For some reason in my personality, that's usually a very fleeting thought. And I'm usually able to say, well, yeah, everybody's thoughts matter. Mine do too. So that's, that part is okay for me. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't take credit for that. It's just kind of how I'm built. So there were times, though, when I felt like I was putting too much on other people. Mm-hmm. So when I was relying on others, um, my designer, Karen, shout out, did a great job mm-hmm. um, with the cover and creating that. Yeah, just awesome. And But it, it felt like, oh, goodness, am I putting too much on her? She helped me redo my website. And we spent, she and her husband were visiting. And we spent a whole day working on my website together. Mm-hmm. And I was like, man, we could be out at, I don't know the children's museum or something you know <laughs> right. we could be doing something else yeah uh but she was like yeah. no I want to do this I want to yeah. help and I'm so grateful for that from her from Corey from my parents um but it did at some point feel like man I'm asking a lot mm-hmm. and that's hard for me I think in terms of how I processed I did talk to some friends some I think I talked to you about the marketing side of things and some of my frustration. Um, but mostly I think I did just hold it in and just mm-hmm. kind of keep going through it, which is a toxic trait of mine, not something I would recommend. Little personal reflection there. Yes. yes. And and you mentioned talking to some folks, and I guess I'm thinking, I'm also thinking like, what are those recommendations for processing it? Um, how do you deal with, with those things? And I know you say you might be processing it right now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so maybe it's having a podcast and yeah. talking about Doing it. A podcast. Talking about it in public is always helpful. Uh, that was a joke. That's yeah. not true. <laughs> Don't take my advice on that. Yeah, that's a great question. I think figuring out what of that is real mm-hmm. and what of it isn't, um, and what of it is kind of irrelevant. Yeah. Like, oh, I don't know if I'm going to do a good job marketing this. Well, does that matter at this point? Like deal with the marketing when you get to the marketing. Mm-hmm. Right now you're just in the writing phase. You have nothing yeah. to market. Yeah. So don't worry about that. I think it's, you know, capturing it, capturing it down or communicating it out loud to people so that you can reflect mm-hmm. on that and say, okay, this feeling of self-doubt, that might be something I need to talk myself through. This feeling of frustration that I didn't see this coming not really that helpful. And I can Mm -hmm. probably just set that one aside. Um, so I would say reflecting on those feelings in the moment is the most helpful. And I did some of that, Mm -hmm. but probably not enough to help me actually keep moving. Yeah. Maybe you need a life coach. Maybe I do. Maybe I do. What an interesting idea. Yeah, I wonder where someone Are you could find one of those. I should start paying you, Becky. I don't coach friends. Oh. <laughs> I don't coach friends. Nope. Could have fooled me. Could have fooled me. Uh, In a good way. Yeah. Oh, good. Yay. Well, let's talk a little bit about. Um, so you had these emotions. You obviously said some of them you just held in. Yeah. And um, there are definitely some other practices you can use for processing. But what as you really got into the execution. Yeah. And yes, it took longer than you thought, but it started to happen. What were some of your gut reactions uh, as this started to launch? Yeah. Gut reactions for me are typically just stop, just stop working on it as those feelings are becoming overwhelming. Mm -hmm. Um, 
lack of motivation, just give it up and maybe I'll come back to it later. Mm -hmm. Um, it does help me with that, by the way, as a kind of a side note, when people ask me about it, cause then I'm like, Oh yeah, I said I was going to do this thing. Um, so outside input is really helpful to restart that motivation, but that typically is how I start out. Just like, I'm not going to deal with this. I don't want to deal with it. So I'm not going to deal with it. It's unfortunate, but true. But I think after that, I, I created, I created that accountability for myself. I started, like I said, asking for a lot of help, Mm -hmm. asked for help motivating me. I asked for help uh, editing. I asked for, for some space to work on it, like actual time to work on it away from other things. Um, I ended up going to visit one of my friends and I went a couple days early while she was still working, um, before we went on vacation together and I just stayed at her house and I finished the ebook mm-hmm. in two days. I mean, it had been, I think a month and a half and then I did the second half in two days and that's what I needed. Yeah. Um, so that took her being willing to, to house me and have mm-hmm. me hanging out there. Um, it took uh, my boss, Tristan, your husband, being willing to let me um, miss a day of coaching at the gym, like those kinds of things. I had to ask for that. And that was a challenge. That mm-hmm. was a challenge for me, but it ended up being really helpful. Did you try things that did not work? <laughs> I would say avoiding pretty much never helps. Mm-hmm because then it just builds up in your head. So avoiding it that month and a half that it did take me a long time was just not super helpful because it just wasn't like, I wasn't moving forward. I wasn't going to feel better about that. Like when you're Mm -hmm. stuck in that indecision or uncertainty or frustration, there's nothing that's going to provide you a a way to move forward Mm -hmm. other than just moving forward. Yeah. So it's so interesting. We talked at the beginning about an expired driver's license. Yeah. And sometimes obstacles like that, it's like, okay, you have to find a ride. It's yep. a lift or it's a cab. Obstacles like this is, are much more difficult. Yeah. And especially when it's internal, it's, there's not like some lift driver to come lift up yeah. your motivation <laughs> and your spirits. That'd be great. Yeah. Maybe the lift driver is that good. I'm from Nebraska, I'm like yeah. in Nebraska. So anyway, I just think that as we talk about obstacles, some of us might think of obstacles in our lives as, you know, expired driver's license or, you know, my, I have some water damage in my house, whatever, like, oh, call a contractor. Like those right. solutions can actually be very practical and mm-hmm. easy versus these very difficult and have to be customized to you. And at some point, to your point, I think you just have to decide, are you going to find it within yourself to do it mm-hmm. and to get over it? Or are you going to let this one go? And I think the worst place to be is in between those to just kind of hang out of like, I don't know, can I make myself do it? Mm -hmm. Where am I going to let this go? I would say it's better even to let it go Mm -hmm. and find something that you can push yourself forward on than to stay in that indecision. It's just really uncomfortable and it's not super helpful for anything. Yep. Not helpful at all. Yeah. Let's talk about how it's impacted your life now. Oh, yeah. You, you did it. You're no. filthy rich <laughs> after April 1st, April 2nd. Yeah, you will exactly. be filthy rich. And dead, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> Only temporarily. Oh, okay. Only temporarily. I'm going to take my own death. Got it. Okay. <laughs> are those obstacles still affecting you where you are today? Yeah. I mean, this episode is for me as much as it's for anyone else. Um, avoiding is not helpful. And I still find myself avoiding 
and I'm in the middle of working on a novel and I've been in the middle of working on a novel for ever since the ebook launched. So three months and I haven't worked on it in probably two of those months. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so yeah, it's still those issues, those obstacles are still feeling frustrating and that self-doubt still pops up sometimes. But the fact that I finished the ebook tells me that I can do it and it gives yeah. me ways to do it. So asking for help, clearing space in my schedule to just work on that. Um, it gives me those those resources or those tools to get the project done. And I mean, this lesson of like, hey, avoiding it is really not helpful. Mm-hmm. Um, so I would say, yeah, it's impacting my life now, both in a, in a positive way and a negative way, I would say. Yeah. Um, I think at some point when it actually published, I don't know if it was just the drag of the last week to the finish line or what, but once I got it published, I kind of undersold it. Mm-hmm. I was like, I, I don't know. It's an ebook. It's like 35 pages, whatever. And shout out to you, Becky, because you made a big deal out of it to the point where I was like, okay, come on. <laughs> it's still just an ebook, but you made a big deal out of it of saying, no, you published a book. This is, was your goal. This is something mm-hmm. you've been working on. And that was helpful to remember. Yes, I can do a thing. I can do what I set out to do. And I just really appreciated that. I think we probably need to go to Prime 47 and get a Jesus potato <laughs> to really celebrate this. Yeah, probably. Yes. Ebooks might be after books. After April 1st. In the future, after April 1st. It'll yeah. be like heaven. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yes, I'm glad. I'm sure when you have been working on something so long and then it happens, sometimes it's hard to celebrate because yeah. you're exhausted or you have doubt, self-doubt, other thoughts. So yeah. Yeah. Or it doesn't look exactly like you thought it would. Yes. Yeah. Yep. How, how does that feel now? Oh, I hate that I'm still learning this lesson mm-hmm. that avoiding and just kind of staying in the middle and letting that doubt creep in and unmotivate me. I hate that I'm, I'm still working on it, mm-hmm. but I also know that I, because I've learned that lesson once <laughs> I'm going to keep trying mm-hmm. and I'm going to keep telling myself it's something is better than nothing. Just keep working. Just keep moving forward. So I don't know. It's kind of a combo, I guess, a combo platter of frustration with myself that it's taking me a while to learn to just get it done. But then also feeling like I know I can get it done. Mm -hmm. I've done it before so I can keep going. Yeah. That resilience. Yeah. Yep. Your capacity has grown. Resilience, but also annoyance that I I'm still having to be resilient in the first place. I know. <laughs> we can annoy ourselves more than right? <laughs> others. Yeah. Well, okay. Let's talk about those listeners out there. Yeah. What do you want them to know? So what are some of those big tips or things that worked for you you want to share with them? Yeah. I mean, I listed them already, but I'll mm-hmm. just bullet point. Um, I would say just do it. I mean, even if you don't know how it will go, you don't know how you're going to market it. You don't know if you're going to show it to people, it doesn't really matter. Just do it. It's in your mind. It's in your heart. Whatever it is, create it. And it might change your life, even if it doesn't make you a lot of money or get Mm -hmm. you super far in any situation. So I would say just make the thing, create the thing, um, start the business. And if in two years you're like, wow, that didn't work out, that's okay. Yeah. You learned from it. You have to learn from it. It's, there's no way you won't learn from it. Mm-hmm. So I just do it. That's my first thought. And then if you start to get stuck, 
one, ask for help, which is very difficult. It's not an easy thing. I'm not saying that like, oh, just ask for help. Figure out what you need and ask for it. And if someone says no, that's okay. Ask the next person. Mm-hmm. That's fine. Um, so that's the f- second thing. And then third, if you need to, get away and get it done. If you need to take time off, I know Becky has already booked some time later this year to work on a book. Excited about that. Um, so setting aside that time, I know it's, impo- you know, feels impossible for parents of young kids and certain stages of life, but even an hour saying I'm mm-hmm. leaving this house for an hour and I'm going to work on this. That's still, still worth it. Yeah. Yeah. Like me, you just say, I have one week of vacation this week. I'm going to write a book. Yeah. <laughs> we'll see not? if that happens. Why not? So <laughs> going to be lots no of problem. editing needed. Yeah. yeah well, I got it. <laughs> got I'm it for you. Yeah. Uh, and, and as you were talking, you know, you mentioned not making a lot of money and learning, like no matter what you learn. And also I always think, are we doing it like for the right reasons? Like if we're doing it to get filthy rich, <laughs> uh, I don't know if you're going to like feel as fulfilled as yeah. if you do it because it's aligned to your purpose and what you think you're supposed to be giving back to this world. Yeah. And so even if you don't, even if you only made $47, like and 43 cents and 43 cents, everything counts. <laughs> if that's the fact, like you still should feel really good. It's aligned to a mission that you had and a, an unmet need others have that you want to help with. Yeah. Um, and it's going to go viral once April 2nd, the first hits. All right. Things that don't work. So just a reminder, you mentioned quite a few, but out there, what should people not do? Uh, yeah, I said it again. Oh, I said it before. Don't work in isolation. Just don't do it. It's not going to be helpful for you. Even if you're not enlisting people in the actual project, enlisting people to listen to you, to hear you process. If you're saying, you know what, I don't know if I can do this. Talk to somebody about it. Just don't create in isolation. It's... Um, as Michael Anderson said last week, oh no, the, there's a different quote that says what is broken in community has to be fixed in community. Mm-hmm. And he, he took that basically to say, you can't fix yourself in isolation. And I absolutely agree. I think you can't fix yourself. You can't create amazing things in, in isolation. And so whatever that looks like, doesn't have to mean you have to have a co-author or a co-creator or whatever, but have people in on it with you it will make a huge difference. Mm-hmm. Last thing, final advice you have for people out there dealing with obstacles. Just do it. Just go for it. I mean, worst case scenario, it doesn't go anywhere or people don't like it or I don't know, you go bankrupt. Like it, it's going to be okay. In 10 years, are you going to regret it? Probably not because mm-hmm. you tried something. So just do it. Just go for it. I'm very Nike yeah. today. Just yes. do it. Just do it. I was just thinking, if you're going bankrupt, Lincoln, Nebraska needs more Lyft drivers. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> so you gotta, there is a market. <laughs> There's a market. Yeah, and the cost of living, I think, is very low. So, you, yep. You could save money. It. It makes it, yeah. Definitely just do it. do it. Start a cab business. Yes. All right, we're leaving on that. There's business opportunities in Lincoln, Nebraska. <laughs> the Nike theme, just do it. Uh, we understand we all face obstacles, every single one of us, and Hopefully you've taken a few nuggets away here from Ash and her obstacles as she processed live with us here on this podcast. You're welcome. You're welcome. Real quick one reminder, go check out on the rise and you can find we've, we've got brand new live, our superhero creed workbook, that workbook. What is that all about? 
I mean, you can really think about it as how are you going to be your best self? And if you want to use the most corporate of buzzwords, you can say well-being. Like <laughs> you can. Yes. How do you take care of your well-being, mental health, physical health, so that you can give your best self to the people that matter most to you? Go check that out. You can purchase it online. It gives you all the instructions. By the end of it, you will have a plan built, what we call a superhero creed, to be your best self and some ground rules and practices that you need customized to you to be a superhero. Yeah. Yes. So go check that out. Thank you for joining us today. We cannot wait to have you back. Thanks for coming for coming back to us, Becky. I appreciate oh, it. Yes. Yeah. I hope never I, leave me. Thanks for giving me the easy job. <laughs> no problem. I'll be back again. Next time it's on you though. All right. <laughs> we'll talk to y'all later. Bye.